Hello, I'm Starla from Coffee with Starla, and welcome back to my podcast. Today, I will be reading my article on praying on the armor of God. You can find it at coffeewithstarla.com, and in the search box, just search for armor of God. A couple of years ago, my kids and I put together a praying on the armor of God table for a church trunk or treat. Its purpose was to show other people, especially the kids, what the Bible has to say about praying on the armor of God. We had it set up so the kids and parents could read the passage of scripture that speaks on the armor of God, look at and touch helmets, swords, breastplates, shields, and knives. Of course, all plastic items that were made to look real. Still, the kids had fun and learned what it means when they hear about the armor of God. There is an enemy. He is against you, and he plans to do anything in his power to mess with you and your life. That's why Paul tells us to stand firm, put on the armor of God, and pray. The first step in knowing how praying on the armor of God works is by knowing what the Bible says about the armor of God. Let's read the following passage of scripture to know what the Bible says about the armor of God. So pull up Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, the armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And again, this is Ephesians 6. 10 through 18, and this was the NIV version. Paul says, if you are going to defeat the enemy and persevere through hard times, you need to be putting on the full armor of God daily. The whole book of Ephesians is a great read. I highly recommend you read it. So what are the seven pieces of the armor of God? What does the full armor of God represent? I've done a little research and found several resources that explain the armor of God and what each piece does. One, the belt of truth, God's truth. How can we defend ourselves against this world if we don't wrap ourselves completely in God's truth?
Second Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. If our beliefs are not rooted in God's word, we cannot expect to fight battles for Christ. Just as a belt is worn close to the body, we should hold God's truth close to us and allow it to surround us. When we remain in his word, we can distinguish what is true from what is untrue. Number two, the breastplate of righteousness. As we wear Christ's breastplate of righteousness, we begin to develop a purity of heart that translates into actions. Wearing this breastplate creates a lifestyle of putting into practice what we believe in our hearts. As our lives become conformed to the image of Christ, our choices become more and more righteous, and these godly choices also protect us from further temptation. Number three, feet are fitted with the gospel of peace. Roman soldiers' feet were fitted with sandals. These sandals were made to help protect soldiers' feet during their long marches into battle. They had extremely thick soles and wrapped perfectly around their ankles in a way that protected against blisters. They also had spikes on the bottom to help them stand firm when they traveled. This helped them have a firm foundation. Believers also need to have a firm foundation in the gospel. As believers, we have peace in knowing we are secure in what Jesus has done for us. Number four, the shield of faith. The shield does a lot more than take blows from arrows. The typical Roman shield could push back against the enemy, and when soldiers clumped together, could form a protective barrier. Faith can not only protect us from the blows of the devil, it can help us push back against him. Number five, the helmet of salvation. The helmet protects our mind. We can fully know the assurance of our salvation we have because of Christ's death for our sins. We are called to renew our minds by reading the Bible and praying. Bible reading and prayer also helps us against the enemy's attacks. Number six, the sword of the spirit. The sword is both an offensive and defensive weapon used by soldiers or warriors. In this case, it is a weapon belonging to the Holy Spirit. Swords were used to protect oneself from harm or to attack the enemy to overcome in both cases, it was necessary for a soldier to get rigid training on the proper use of the sword to get maximum protection. All Christian soldiers need the same rigid training to know how to properly handle the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The sword that Paul refer refers to here is the Holy Scriptures. And number seven is prayer. At the end of the Armor of God passage in Ephesians 6, Paul adds we should pray always. How do we put on the armor of God? Prayer. 
When we embody each part of the armor and remain connected to God through prayer, it can prepare us to fight every battle that comes our way. Without a praying life, we cannot stand firm in our fight. So how do we put on the armor of God? As a young adult, I was taught that praying on the full armor of God was to pray on each piece of armor, literally asking God to help me wear them and use them to get through the day. It's really about living our lives as the Bible calls us to, living in God's truth, guarding our hearts, repenting from sin, praying without ceasing, following God's truth, etc., To put on the armor of God is to apply all the gospel to your life. The whole armor is the expression of your full trust in God and what he has done for you through Jesus Christ. Here's a short list of some practical strategies to put on the full armor of God. Number one, start the day in the word and in prayer, asking God for his help and strength throughout the day. Number two, memorize scripture to keep your sword sharp. Number three, saturate yourself in the Bible. God's word is truth that fights against the lies. Number four, analyze activities or thoughts in your life that increase your faith and include those activities in your life whenever you can. Number five, analyze activities and thoughts that harm your faith and avoid them whenever you can. Let me confirm that there is a spiritual battle going on. Ephesians tells us this. The enemy is against you and plans hard to stir up challenges in your life to keep you distracted and deeply disheartened. When your problem is unseen and spiritual, you need weapons that work in that realm. This is where the armor of God comes into our life as a Christian. Praying on the armor of God can be as simple as reading through Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, praying at the same time. Understand as you pray what each piece of the armor of God is, and what its purpose is, then do your best with God's help to walk as the the Bible calls us to. Here is a sample prayer to pray on the armor of God. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving me this spiritual armor to help me fight and defend myself against the dark forces of this world. Forgive me where I fail and help me Be strongly convicted of my sin so that I may repent quickly. I pray on your belt of truth. Help me to be disciplined in reading and studying your word so I may recognize truth from lies. I pray on your breastplate of righteousness. Help me guard my heart and keep me from sinning. Help me walk in integrity and truth, repenting from things that go against you. May my feet have on the shoes of the preparation of the gospel of peace. As I live and walk out this life in the good and bad, give my spirit peace of your salvation and confidence that you are trustworthy even in hard times. Help me clearly discern good and evil. I pray on the shield of faith. As I read the Bible and pray, allow it to build up my faith and perseverance in you. 
Build up my faith and help me use it as a shield when the days are overwhelmingly painful. I put on the helmet of salvation. Help me, Lord, to walk out today with the joy and assurance of the salvation you give me because of Christ's death on the cross. May I always carry, practice using, and understand how to use the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Never let my Bible remain closed and help me be drawn to your words so I may know and understand your will. How will I ever properly use the sword of the Spirit if I'm not daily using it by reading it and praying? Help me make prayer and reading your word a daily top priority in my life. I pray, Lord, for you to create a hunger in me for studying your word and spending time with you in prayer. With all this said, with your help, Lord, I stand suited in the armor of God. May it protect me and enable me to overcome every spiritual battle I face today. I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You can get the printable version of this prayer and a list of Bible verses that go over the armor of God on my website, Coffee with Starla, and in the search box, just type in armor of God. Thank you for joining me on today's reading of my article, Praying on the Armor of God. You can find this article and many others on my website, coffeewithstarla.com. And as always, thank you for being here with me.